0: In today's episode, we're speaking to Peter Falaschini. Peter Falaschini presents modern economy from a skeptic's perspective. Ask Falaschini helps you to distinguish what is sustainable in our economy and what is not. Not everything that shines is gold and not all mud is dirty. Ask Falaschini provides no-nonsense advice from a man that had it all, lost, lost it all, went bankrupt multiple times, and is now attempting to come back from zero with sustainable growth. Let's speak to Peter and find out how he changed his life by changing his mindset. Let's find out. Money Mindset with Girl Khan podcast will help you to break free from your limiting beliefs, reverse your money shame and blast through your money blocks so that you can live a life of unlimited abundance. Welcome, welcome. This is Gur Khan, your money mindset expert. And today we have the amazing, the wonderful Peter Falzkini. Welcome, Peter.
1: Uh, hello, girl. Uh Thank you for having me.
0: It's a pleasure to have you. I've been, trying, I've been thinking about having you on, on our show for quite some time now, and we finally managed to get a day. So, Peter, everyone's heard your intro, but in your own words, please tell everybody what it is that you do.
1: I'm an entrepreneur. And I've been through um, highs and lows. It's a quarter of a century since I'm, I'm uh, active in business. And uh, I wanted to uh, share my expertise with the world. So I am uh, what I do. And uh, I do a pot, uh, podcast. So
0: I'm a podcaster now. Okay, fabulous. Yes, I've I subscribed to your podcast as well. As I listened to the first episode recently, which is awesome. Wonderful. Thank All you. right, so you can tell us. Um, I know you, you know, we've spoken before, so I know the kind of level you operate at, but I wanted to start, where did he start and how did he get to that level? So talk us through your, your journey. How did he end up being where you are at the moment?
1: I'm I'm descendant of an uh, Italian family that was really entrepreneurial. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, because Italy and the borders in Central Europe moved a lot, uh, somehow our business, um, we, 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 we were producing bricks, uh, ended up in uh, Yugoslavia after uh, first and uh, second world War. Okay. Uh, so the entrepreneurial uh, let's say entrepreneurship was not uh, among the highest respected uh, traits and mm. was limited to some uh, small workshops so we didn't fit in and um, my family basically uh, specialized in uh, manage- managing managing uh, state-owned enterprises at that time. Okay. Uh, so m- my father started in electronics. Uh, he was uh, head of uh, R&D in uh, the electronics company that had uh, over $2 billion turnover in the 80s.
0: Wow, okay. Uh,
1: and then in the 90s, he was uh, he-, he was uh, in energy sector. So he moved fro- from electronics into energy. And uh, he was always doing some... Uh, lecturing at the university and consulting on the site. So uh, consulting is given to me. So whatever I do, I always do some consulting on the site as Mm. part of, uh, let's say, my my, uh, staying in touch uh, with reality. Mm. Um, Really important to me are the uh, the quote from the Bible that uh, have really made a mark to me. And it was... uh, really uh, seated to me a lot of times on family meetings and uh, stuff like that was uh, what Luke said in the Bible, uh, to whom much is given, much will be required. Hmm. So I had basically endless budget for education. Um, I could travel the world. uh, Everything was uh, paid, whatever was, um, let's say, uh, gaining experiences, um, uh, getting tutors, getting... uh, uh, different courses that was uh, given to me. So um, being a millionaire was never an option. So uh, I,
0: I it was I, a given. It was going to be a you're, you're going to be a millionaire. With-
1: <laughs> yes, this is just waiting for inheritance. So it's uh, no 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 test for me. So uh, everyone expected to offer me to be a multimillionaire on my own rights,
2: mm-hmm. and
1: everyone expect because they. Invested so much in me knowing the technology. We were one of the first people to have internet at home in the 90s already, in the early 90s. Oh,
0: wow. Okay.
1: Um, we, uh, so, all tech tech stuff was all, always available to me. And uh, they, they all said, okay, um, it's up to you uh, to, have, to do something good for society. So, uh, you, you shouldn't just work, you, you shouldn't be selfish and just work on yourself. You will have whatever you want, but you need to do something great for society. And this was a huge burden uh, to me, because um, when you're young, you just want to, uh, you know, have fun, uh, go out Mm -hmm. with friends, uh, drive fast cars, uh, go racing with cars, uh, and (laughs) (laughs) so on. But uh, you you still have um, somewhere in the back of your mind, uh, you have to do something great, you have to be great. And Mm -hmm. um, so I started the different internet companies. Uh, By the way, I I sold my first uh, web shop in 97 already
0: oh wow okay
1: yeah so it's gonna be how, how
0: you don't if you don't mind me asking how old were you, you must have been very young then uh, 18 years old wow okay
1: and all i, right. I, I do, did most of my programming hmm. and i was always in touch with the silicon Valley. and in the 80s uh, french were really um let's say advanced in technology south of france was uh so i had to learn french to 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 read all the newspapers uh I also drive my first electric cars in the late 90s in in, in um, Côte d'Azur And so, oh wow, so, Hey. So I, I, I had all these opportunities, and mm-hmm. um, then the opportunity came. Uh, I, I went into IT, then into marketing. Then I did marketing job for uh, privatization in Montenegro in uh, early 2000s, mm-hmm. uh, where we where we were doing uh, privatization for. And that's how they basically kicked me into the investment banking and uh, uh, shares and uh, bonds and all this stuff. We we had shares and bonds uh, as a part of a family investment. So I was up to, to, let's say, to a certain level of knowledge I already had. But uh, then Mm -hmm. when I was working for a brokerage house in Montenegro that they were establishing, uh, then I got to know how and uh, what we convinced 20,000 people to invest with us in less than three months. And oh, that, wow. that basically kickstart my career and then i have helped uh, people get, uh, source money for their uh, projects
0: Are you based and capital I was... you base yeah. capital
1: yeah based capital yes mm. uh, then i moved into uh, property market uh, we were uh, basically doing um, development then i moved uh, um, to london and in london was all about bike rent And uh, that was something that I'm still um, enthusiastic about these days. And I I still do that. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Um, I was uh, charmed by the passive income stream uh, that should exist. However, in one of my podcasts, I will discuss why this is not possible. But uh, nevertheless, then I made my own uh, buy-to-rent portfolio in Slovenia. Mm -hmm.
2: Uh,
1: This was a huge fiasco. This was the the, the biggest lesson I I, I got in my uh, entire life because... The interest rate started um, increasing,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and basically uh, the whole idea was that uh, the money that you borrow is um, cheaper than the rent you get in, so you have yeah. cash on uh, or you have interest spread, <laughs> and uh, then uh, you make money. And then the 2008 uh, crash. Right. Came. Of course, I was not, uh, let's say, well experienced. Everything was uh, perfect until that uh, time in my life. So I, I had no idea how to solve uh, my problems. Um, <laughs> and so, so I got a huge lesson from that. And I mm-hmm. even learned that be- because I was really, I, I think that the, the, the best word to describe it was a nonchalant about it. You know, I didn't, I didn't take too much care about it. However, mm-hmm. the, this, this started, uh, because I didn't learn the lesson and I didn't go through it, this started haunting me later on. And then I moved into smart city uh, projects in mm-hmm. uh, 2009, energy measurement, enter, energy saving measures, uh, and uh, similar. I, I, I went. Uh, we got uh, most innovative startup in Slovenia in 2011 award. Then mm-hmm. we were. Um, then I I moved from there into uh, uh, intellectual property right for smart city projects. Uh, we, we had the fastest growing startup in Slovenia in 2015. Uh, mm-hmm. 640 euro, uh, million euros in one year we made.
0: Wow, okay, 640. Wow, okay. So that all
1: dragged and um, this was not good for me. Well, this initial success was really bad for me and I became uh, bitter. and um, really so annoyed. Like why, would,
0: why was that success not good for you? Why did you become bitter? Can you explain that, elaborate on that?
1: It was not exactly what I wanted, so I always missed the mark. So uh, I made 640 million in a year. However, my idea was to make a billion. So I was bitter. about it. So I was okay. frustrated. <laughs>
0: You're uh, bitter. It uh, was a billion. Okay.
1: And then the, the huge or the biggest issue was that I always blamed someone else for something that I could not organize or do or uh, and, and stuff like that. So. Uh, this developed, uh, then in 2018, we, 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 we made another huge project that is still ongoing, uh, Smart City Coin. So is a crypto project for smart city communities that everyone uh, that has a smart city can, can have their own, let's say, economy uh, and their monetary policy. We developed that. However, this was also a key reason for my burnout.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: in 2019, I was 40 years old. I was 25 kilos or 50 pounds overweight. I was really bitter and I was uh, up to my neck in litigations. Uh, so it was really, um, how to say, uh, time to, um, to do something about it. Because mm. the, 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 the next idea was heart attack or uh, getting shot or something like that. Uh, was uh, the, the, the exit if, if I wouldn't uh, opt um, to, to take it slowly. So I moved to the family farm. And for uh, two years, I did just old car restoration, uh, free range farming and carpentry, things that I really enjoy and they're still my hobbies today. Uh, and I started writing uh, about my previous experience. And in December, we, we had a quick, quick chat. And mm-hmm. I, I think you also positively influenced me on, on that. I said, OK, I'm 42 years old. Uh, the retirement is uh, was useful. So I'm uh let's say very fit now i just organic food uh and free range meat um i work out seven days uh a week i'm in top shape of, of my life but i'm basically useless for society again <laughs> 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 all, all, all i do is wooden facades on our family farms and i improve um, stables and all this stuff so it's useful useful for animals but um, I, I, I don't do what I enjoy doing, so uh, sharing knowledge, helping people uh, define obstacles and so. So uh, basically, December was a defining moment, and I said, okay, uh, I'm just uh, running away from uh, my call uh, in, mm-hmm. in life, and I have to start doing something. So I checked everything. I listened to, let, let's say, in the last year, I listened to, Uh, many coaches and many courses and all this stuff and i I, i've checked everything what i did wrong and i said okay i know what i want to do and uh, let's start uh, my previous problem was i was always in five or six different businesses before Hmm. and i said okay I'm, i'm not spreading myself too thin this time i have limited uh energy and uh, let's say limited motivation that is even, mm. even worse. So I said, I'm going to do a podcast and I'm going to do some consulting on the site and that's it. Of mm. course, I'm doing my crypto portfolio and property portfolio. And I'm managing that. It's not that it's not managed or that nobody takes care, of, but this is not my core business. My core business is being a uh, podcaster. Mm. Okay, Maybe not- one more definition. What was really a huge problem for me and, um, I don't know if, if any of your uh, listeners have similar problems, but building equity was always easy for me mm. because I, I, I never had problem with building equity. But building positive cash flow was always um, hard. I, I know that it sounds a bit contradictory, but for me, I didn't need cash flow. <laughs> I had everything.
0: I hope you are enjoying today's episode. If you want to learn more about my mindset strategies and energy tools to help you change your money mindset, then please register for my Abundance Mindset Makeover Workshop by visiting www.abundancemindsetmakeover.com. See you inside the workshop.
1: One of the things that I decided this um december and we had a chat about it yeah that my expenses for myself were just too low Mm.
0: yeah they were (laughs) you're living on some basic things i remember yes
1: yes and and, and, okay it's nice being frugal but uh, uh, to the point that it does not destroy so what i did a complete turnaround and it was i i won't say that i'm stingy but i'm i'm the money w- w- does not leave me uh, easy, uh, but <laughs> I purchased a whole new clothes because I was just wearing five or ten years old clothes all the time. And I said, oh, yeah. it's "Okay, nobody takes care. They wanted to, to know about the uh, the content, not how I look." Yeah. And I, I I changed that. And because I lost twenty five uh, kilos or fifty pounds, uh, you can imagine that uh,
0: yeah. everything
1: was really loose at that time already. I've just decided to to to, to get a new car. And basically not get a new car because I had cars in, in, in the garage but start driving Mercedes S-Class again I don't need to to go around in cheap car and uh, all this stuff so I purchased um, I purchased an old Porsche Turbo that I'm trying to, to renovate now so I know that it's going to be a lot of money just to do that because it's 40 years old uh, but I have to do it just to go f- through this um, I'll say. I have to get loose of the feeling that is. um that it's uh, it, it's not useful to to to, sp- uh, to spend money on yourself.
0: Yeah, yes. and I think this is something that we're going to we we're going to work on together when we work together. I remember that that's something that we we have on on the agenda for ourselves. But I want to come back to it because I know um, you know you you've brushed through your major achievements in your life, but I I want to um, remind the listeners how you know you've had uh, a very privileged start to life no doubt about it yes Uh, and we know that but just because you've had a privileged start does not mean you will have a privileged life at the moment because it's now up to you and it's up to what your decisions you make and the kind of way you operate your life. And the decisions you've made have led you to... Because remember, um, I think I listened to your podcast, and mentioned, something you mentioned there that you went bankrupt, and then you made again, then you went bankrupt. So I wanted us to talk us through, you know, what happened, what caused the bankruptcy, and how did you feel when you were going through the bankruptcy, you know, for coming from a very privileged, um, you know, a well-to-do family, and then you had to file for bankruptcy. Can you talk us through that, you know, what caused it, and okay, how did okay, you so- feel about it?
1: Uh, One, bankruptcies are from companies. Okay, Bankruptcy is just an exit. So you don't want to own anyone, anything, just file for bankruptcy because there is no liabilities. Mm. Uh, They just close the the bankruptcy. However, what happened to me was that uh, I didn't file for my personal bankruptcy, but uh, let's say the inherited enemies of my family uh, wanted to present me as an uh, useless entrepreneur and uh, they just filed for bankruptcy based on a claim that was already 15 years old that was two times one on the court mm. uh, however there are different courts and um, basically just like to, to put it short I, mm. I, I I've involved in a power play with uh, really powerful people mm. and um, I got to 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 get the tick stick uh, so um, i i didn't uh, i didn't win and uh i'm still working on this i, I don't think this is uh far say it. it's legal or whatever my legal team is working on that twenty four seven or in two thousand nineteen um the settlement was signed and approved by the court and then the court changed its decision in a fortnight so there is someone that is influencing the court and it's <laughs> It's not like in UK when you have a, a, a three year period and then it's over. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not limited by the law here. So they are just trying to push me uh, what I will do or not do. And uh, either I will back or something like that. And um, I'm just waiting for, uh, let's say, the, the, the higher and higher court to see uh, what the lower end court uh, made mistake on. So uh, this okay. is something. And I, I don't think, um, I don't. Um, How to say? uh, Feel anything in in, in case of me doing something wrong, except that I uh, really uh, get involved in uh, large fights with uh, really influence uh, influential people um, and agencies and stuff like that. Uh, However, I I just uh, discovered that uh, there is uh, sometimes it's better to keep your mouth shut. That's that's (laughs) So, so it's a huge lesson. And if you are asking me how, if you come from a privileged uh, family, how does this influence you? Uh, if you come from a privileged family, family doesn't own anything,
2: so mm. everything
1: is in trust funds and so on. So it's um, it makes no, no no difference. If if this would be a case that could be settled with money, it would be settled uh, on day one. Mm. So this this is uh, how how I I I I'll, uh, I'll, I'll look at it, and uh, it was uh, really. Uh, I'll say a particular, because uh, before I was served the papers, the, one of the major business newspapers here in the area already published it, that I was in personal bankrupt uh, procedure and so on. So it's 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 a fight. Um, I'm of course uh, being frugal uh, helps because uh, nobody can uh, claim that you are hiding something from the court or or or, or so because I don't have any assets to my name. So. It's, uh, it, it's 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 uh, really really easy and I was uh, taught this uh, in 2004 already when mm-hmm. I first came to London I had a teacher or mentor he said mm-hmm. you, if you're doing business you should shouldn't have anything to you, to, to your title so I, I that's from given from 2004 so the personal bankruptcy procedure is more made indent in my um, image than in, in in any of the things I because I basically, what I do, I manage uh, other people's money. That's it. That's how, that's the legal status.
2: Mm.
0: Okay. But me, my question was relating to okay, so I suppose you answered that because this has got something personal behind it. There's not, you don't feel like you you let yourself down or you had to, you know, work your way around it. How, you know, when you had the burnout, how did you respond in terms of what, what? how did you deal with it? Do you did you feel like um, I don't want to do business anymore and you give yourself a break? But more specifically, how did you feel about yourself? Because when I remember, you know, I know that as entrepreneurs we are doing a gazillion things, and I personally am, and I'm I'm, I'm always feeling like I'm either letting my kids down or I'm letting my business down. I'm always trying to juggle the two. How did you feel when you had, you know, when you felt like okay, I've got to burn out, I have to walk away from all my businesses. You had about five, six at the time. How did you? How do you
1: deal with that? First, it was denial. I think I was in burnout for about four years already. Uh, judgment okay. on on my uh, let's say mental um, responses or uh, uh, my um, how to say, um, emotional responses to, to something and uh, over uh, responses usually. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the, this the first was denial, and uh, then I slowly, slowly, uh, I didn't want. This was the case with me, as you mentioned. I didn't want to let so many of my business partners, because you were involved with 20 people probably mm-hmm. on a daily basis, down and said, okay, I'm not helping you anymore. I'm going my own way. Mm-hmm. Uh, give me time to uh, somehow think things through and uh, get my life together. And this was uh, the the hardest. However, I had huge support with part of my business partner that had the same experience before. Right. So they said, okay, uh, you will come back. So one of my mentors said, okay, you're in retired now. Ha, 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 you will be back in six months. And okay, I I, I lasted two years. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, it's really important that you take your time off. And uh, I'm privileged enough that I I, I could do it because I was not uh, in danger that I wouldn't have uh, money to eat or something or where to sleep. So uh, I just moved to a family farm and uh, started farming, doing something else, uh, getting my head busy. The biggest problem was to get out of this grinding mentality. Mm. Because uh, I I still wake up at 4 o'clock in the morning. Uh, I check what I do. I do some meditation. Then I do exercise. And at 7 o'clock, I'm already around the farm uh, feeding the animals and similar. Uh, Before that, I was grinding from 4 in the morning to 10 in the evening. So all the time. And I I needed to organize myself. Basically, I, I made a timetable and said, okay, in the morning... I'm not starting with the worst problems. I'm starting with nice things. Um, then the, the the huge problem that, or the biggest advantage that I made in my uh, emotional things was gratitude. I have to be mm. grateful for something. And then I was grateful and then I lost motivation because I was grateful for what I had already have. So mm. <laughs> it's it's uh, it, it's a journey. I, I'm still working on it. So. Um, mm. I, I also, uh, now in the last uh, two and a half months since um, New Year, I, I experienced it two times that, uh, for example, for podcast, I was going too fast and I was going towards, not, not burning out, but uh, not doing the right thing. And then I just stopped the project for a fortnight and uh, prepare a bit more. And uh, that is why uh, we didn't launch the 1st of February, but only the 14th or 17th of March. Uh, because i need more time and i said okay i don't want to rush things and uh, get into the state when i'm losing energy with my business i want to gain energy with my business that is uh,
0: important i think on that now we're going to wrap up i think that's a very important point you just said doesn't matter how far you've succeeded how much you've achieved you need to listen to yourself and at times you need to slow yourself down i am of the opinion that you shouldn't be hustling 24 7 and i don't i know that um, with my kids, I'm I'm thinking 24/7. I'm a, I always say I'm a full-time mother and a part-time business owner, and that's pretty much what I do. And In that part-time, I manage all the business that I do. But it's hustling in the business does not get you very far. It's taking the right action, taking inspired action. And if you're hustling too much, that's when that's what leads to burnout. I feel, uh, you yes. know, when you're constantly working. Especially, in
1: the especially if you're working on a project or part of the project that you don't enjoy. There is so much bureaucracy with every project that you have to do. You cannot outsource everything. Of uh, there are so many people that uh, you may not like most that you have to deal with, uh,
2: mm. and
1: similar. This and, and and if it takes too much time for this, then uh, then it uh, becomes annoying. I still like to to, to be, let's say, active, uh, not twenty four seven, but maybe twelve hours. However, I want to have time to. Have my let's say coaching session. I have now for the podcast. I have a session for my voice. I have session for uh, my spelling. All this stuff. I, I take time and, and and I enjoy doing it. It's it's again. It's it's like uh, you know learning new skills. And uh, because I'm not good at them, uh, it's. Uh, I know it will take a long time. But every uh, um, every milestone that you reach, it's a huge uh, achievement. And uh, you start enjoying in the small things in details. It's not just I do a a billion or I'm frustrated because I didn't achieve a billion. Uh, Maybe I I spell a word word right and it's uh, much better for my listeners. And maybe I get rid of my accent a bit and it's uh, much better for my listeners and uh, so so on. So small achievements also count.
0: Of course, I do. I've got every step in the right direction, it's, and it's a, it's a journey. I really do believe, Peter, if the journey is more important than the destination, and as long as you're enjoying the journey, everything else fits into place. And I think this is what we need to do. So, on that note, we're going to wrap up. So, Peter, tell us how everybody, how can everybody connect with you? How can we connect with you on the online space?
1: Uh, I have a webpage, askpoliskini.com, mm-hmm. and uh, we're also on iTunes. Uh, Spotify and all, uh, let's say, podcast places. And I also have a newsletter on LinkedIn, uh, Ask Polskini also.
0: So if you're listening to us on the podcast, the, the links that Peter just mentioned will be in the show notes. And if you're watching us on YouTube, then down below in the description section, we'll have all the links for Peter to go, go check him out. He, I've listened to his, um, his first uh, um, episode of his, of his podcast, Ask for Lassini, and it's amazing. It was very insightful. And I learned uh, a thing or two as well. So I highly recommend you go and check him out. He's an amazing individual. And Peter, we have to hurry back for our Money Talkies because we need to continue further this conversation and actually learn something from you too. So please do come back and join us in Money Talkies.
1: Okay, thank you for having me again.
0: Thank you, Peter. And thank you for listening to me and Peter today on Friday Feature. I will be back with another amazing guest sharing their experiences, learning from their life and telling us how they changed their life by changing their mindset. Until the next time we meet, this is Gurkhan signing off. Take care and bye for now. If you want to learn more about my energy tools and mindset strategies, then please visit my website